This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. I just got a piece of news over the wire. I think you've heard about this too, but none of us can do anything but speculate on it. These two ladies who have been in the news so much uh, and who uh, occupied seats at the cabinet table with Prime Minister Trudeau, Jody Wilson-Raybould, and Jane Philpott simultaneously sent out uh, press releases about 45 minutes ago, and they read to the effect of 12.30 on uh, Monday, I will be making a community announcement about my political future. I look forward to sharing my next steps with you. Now, uh, as a uh, a news guy of, uh, of many years and a talk radio host of uh, almost as many, I, I tend to have to ascribe things to something. Are they going to announce that they're running for the liberals again? Methinks not. I mean, it could be, but my speculation would be they're probably going to bolt the party. Yeah, look, I don't know either of those women personally. I've never met either of them, and uh, and I and I don't follow those particular two districts well. I I I assume that they are barred, in effect, from from the liberal nomination because of the way that party's governed. I mean, I think the leader can, the party leader can bar any candidate he wants, and if, since he's tossed these two out of the caucus, he's unlikely to accept them as candidates. They can run as independent liberals, but that'll just guarantee the election of, I, I, I suspect, a, a new Democrat in, Van, in Vancouver and a, and a conservative. And she's Mar- Markham, isn't she, Philip? She's in Markham, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but uh, so I, I, I guess the choices are down to they're running as independents or they're retiring. Uh, and unless, I mean, now you would know this, but certainly I don't know it, but... Have the conservatives nominated in those two districts? I would know that if I'd looked it up, but I got this handed to me five minutes ago, and I can't tell you. Well, if those nominations are open, I suppose it's conceivable they would announce they were seeking the conservative nomination. But I, 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 if you, if you, someone stormed in here and put a gun to my head and said, you don't have to do anything except predict what these two women are going to announce on Monday, and then I'll leave without taking anything or shooting anybody, I, I guess I would say that they're they're going to announce the retiring. It could be. Anyway, Monday will be an interesting day, and uh, it's I certainly... I don't think they could win election as an independent. I don't think the Liberals will nominate them, and, I, and I, I, I assume the Conservatives have their nominees now, or in any case, they wouldn't be rapidly enthused to have either of them. Well, I mean, Conservative nominees, as you well know, or any party's nominees, have been displaced because you get star candidates. But I can't see either of these two ladies wanting to run for the Conservatives. And, no, and as I say, I mean, I, I don't... I, Look, what do I know? But I'm not sure that, you know, they're not very conservative, you know. I mean, I know that isn't always uh, the governing factor, and uh, all these parties should be a bit of a broad tent, but 
I, I, I think I've, I doubt the conservatives. I doubt they could win a conservative nomination or a liberal nomination. If they run independent, they'll get bombed. So they, why don't they retire? I assume that's what they'll do. Well, Monday will be interesting in terms of watching them. But uh, as you know, we've got an election in October. If you take away July and August, where nobody ever campaigns or bothers with anything because the whole world is into summer. They're all at their barbecue. Yeah, so we've got uh, we've got 12 weeks of, of campaigning, and we've got an election. That's what it comes down to. So uh, undoubtedly we'll be talking about this more. <laughs> yeah, I think I think things will get a little clear. I think I think uh, like other countries are going to provide some political interest for us in the meantime. Which is where I want to take you, Conrad, because uh, you know an awful lot about what's going on in Britain. In fact, I think you're on your way there. Yes. And uh, Prime Minister Thatcher is saying, uh, I've had enough of this. That's Quite emotional. Taking Saint Margaret's name in vain. No, I, I I don't mean to do so. You, know, but you said Prime Minister Thatcher. I said Thatcher because I was reading a story about you that uh, that named Thatcher, but I, I should have said Theresa May. No, no, I don't mean to be pedantic, but uh, <laughs> the uh, yeah, I, I published a piece in the Spectator in London today, which was written a couple of days ago, saying that the very you know, very politely, of Mrs. May, I didn't disparage her, but that she couldn't continue. And I thought Boris's turn had come. I, I think, I think, uh, I think Boris wins as leader. Although there will be a, a, a very contentious race, uh, and I suspect he'll adjourn or, if need be, prorogue Parliament and um, and start negotiating a free trade arrangement with the U.S. administration and just run out the clock. Or, You're talking about Boris Johnson, who used to be mayor of London, correct? That's right, and and, and the foreign secretary. Got it. And uh, and and I, I I think he will win the leadership, and I think he will he 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 will um, not he'll he'll stick handle his way through without a confidence vote for a while, run the clock out, and try and 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 leave Europe. I mean, the people voted. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. To leave. They didn't vote for compromise. They voted to leave. And I think that's what he's going to do. So I, I'm gleaning from this that your take on Theresa May is she spent too much time trying to make uh, some kind of an arrangement that could be sold, forget about to everybody else, to her own party uh, with uh, Junkers and, and the EU uh, to no avail, and, and she never was going to. So Boris Johnson, if he becomes the leader or whoever becomes leader, isn't going to follow that path because it's uh, it's a path that leads to nowhere. Yeah, that uh, that's part of it. Look, I, she, she made... Two horrible mistakes she need not have made. She called an election when she had a majority and and uh, you know almost four years to run, 
and and she lost the majority uh, uh, narrowly. Uh, and two, she did what you know everyone should know you don't do in a negotiation. She communicated to Brussels she had to have a deal, and whatever it is, even if you're just buying a car up a lot, if 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 you if the other party gets the impression you have to have a deal, he'll put you to the wall, and that's what they did. So she was in the position where Brussels wouldn't give her a deal that would pass in Parliament, and because of the election uh, uh, near death she had politically, uh, she had MPs who were pro-Remain, but a conservative party in the country that was pro-Leave, and 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 she did her very best, but it was an impossible situation. So, in my view has been all along. Once it became clear you couldn't get Brussels and the and and the British Parliament to sign off on the same thing, uh, you 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 had to leave. The people voted to leave, and you have to do it. And uh, and she shouldn't have kept asking for delays. If she just let the time clock go, crash out of Europe, the opponents called it, that they'd be as usual astounded at how painless it is. These things are more torturing in the imagination than in fact. And Europe now, in its present condition, is a house of cards. It's falling apart. As a common market, it was wonderful. As a political union, it's a shambles. I recall having this conversation with you, actually. and, and so My views haven't changed. Yeah, I know. And, and neither of mine. But Brexit, the interesting thing about Brexit, from our perspective over here and what we should think about it, is we should think that the, uh, the uh, people in the U.K. voted to leave the EU. They didn't vote for a negotiated settlement. So you leave and you, you create these bilateral alliances or you create the equivalent of what used to be the common market and you proceed. Exactly. I mean, they, they could carry unlike Norway. Norway has a good trading relationship with Europe, but but it doesn't yield any sovereignty. I, I think the whole thing has become a kind of chimera. I mean, um, the, the political union, they hadn't thought it through, and the real problem is it has no democratic authenticity. They, I mean, all of Western Europe is democratic. You know, they believe in democracy. And, uh, I mean, some of the countries are converts of recent date, but they all believe in it. I was going to say sort of, kind of. Yeah. But, 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 the, uh, but, um, no, but I wouldn't question the, the sincerity and conviction of, for example, the people of Germany for democracy, even though, you know, they haven't had it a long time the way the British and even Canadians have. But uh, uh, that government in Brussels doesn't answer to the main constituent countries, Germany, France, and Britain, and Italy, and it doesn't answer to that ludicrous parliament in Strasbourg. It doesn't answer to anybody, and it's not democratic. Now, you know, Germany is accustomed to regimentation and the most powerful country in Europe, and they don't mind that much. The French and the Italian Italians never pay any attention to what a government says anyway. They just think governments are a bloody nuisance and most politicians are crooks, so the hell with it. But the British like to obey the laws, but they like to have fair laws, and that's not what they've been receiving. And, and uh, I, 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 let me give you a little perspective on here. I think that um, Edward Heath made a terrible mistake when he was prime minister plunging into Europe. Margaret Thatcher put her bets on the special relationship with the U.S., and as long as that consisted of her and Ronald Reagan, it was it was a safe bet and a good bet and was decisive in winning the Cold War. Uh, but then they finally went decided very dodgily under Cameron to try and go back all the way into Europe. And what they should have done 
is they never should have done it in the first place. They should have gone to the common market, but they should have stuck with their close Commonwealth allies. Because if you put Britain, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Singapore together, it's, it's a fine common market. It would be the third largest in the world after, well, the fourth if you leave Europe in there. But about seven or eight trillion dollars a year, perfectly respectable. No more political integration than any of the countries wanted, and we'd work well together. And that can still be done, although it it would, I think, now likely be in some level of economic cooperation with the United States, but that's fine, too. But, I mean, at least the Americans, I mean, we've had our free trade agreement for many years with them since Brian Mulroney's time. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, it's uh, nine times as big a country as we are in population, ten times, I think, in, in the economy. But they don't try and take our sovereignty away. I mean, Americans as a country can get on your nerves sometimes, but they, they, they aren't grasping and constantly deluging us with these asinine directives that come out of Brussels all the time. Well, that's because we're not Europe, thank God. Yeah, exactly. It's not the structure. It's a relationship between two sovereign countries, and the Americans won't give away any sovereignty, so they won't ask other countries to do it. Conrad, I'm out of time, so I'm going to say thank you, have a good trip, and uh, I know you'll be plumbing your sources over there, and we'll look forward to hearing about that. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.